Hello everyone. Let's just wait for a one more minute to wait for the our guest to come. I think they are on their way. So before we kick start the today's Twitter space, maybe I'll do a little bit survey. Um, I believe we all celebrate by having some good pizza yesterday to celebrate the Bitcoin pizza day. So if you have pizza yesterday, just wave your hands to show you're having a pizza for the Bitcoin pizza day. Okay, I see one hand there. Wave your hands if you have pizza yesterday. All right. Okay, we have Dan here. Dan, welcome. I have invited you to speak, so uh, all you need to do is to accept to speak. Hey, Paco, I had my pizza yesterday. Good, good. <laughs> Hello, Dan. I think I, see... I was. This is my first Twitter Spaces where I'm a speaker, so I all, all my security settings weren't, weren't um, set. I had to uh, allow the microphone and uh, get set up. <laughs> You're all good. No worries. No worries. I think I see Eddie here as well. Eddie. Yes, we see Eddie here. He might be going through so, the same okay. thing. He, he might be. Uh, yeah, just setting up still. Um, yeah, I had. Uh, no. I had Pizza Hut. <laughs> Because uh, that was the only option uh, in my area. <laughs> That's great. That's good too. <laughs> yeah, here the Pizza Hut in Taiwan has some weird stuff, uh, and I try it. It's always bad. <laughs> right, I remember there's a bubble. Bubble. I tried tea. that. It was bad. <laughs> right. Right now they have an Oreo one. I haven't tried it yet, but um, I tried um, their other one for like Halloween, where it was um, like some garlic uh, meatball uh, pizza, and yeah, it was it was very uh, salty. Yes, I believe they also have uh, some uh, Taiwanese traditional food, like um, the 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 chicken, the fried chicken. Oh, I missed that one. So. That, that would that'd be really good. <laughs> yeah. So we will have Eddie here pretty soon, right? Yeah, Eddie's here. I already invited um, Eddie. Already invited you as speaker, so um, you can just accept. Yeah, we got a request from. So the one who requests to speak, uh, we will have a Q and A session later on. So. We'll just add, let Ed hop in so that he can say hello and talk about his restaurant with everyone. Also, oh, Dan, okay. have you tried it, the pizza with um, coriander? I think they have this kind of flavor in Pizza Hut. <laughs> I haven't tried it, but um, is it good? <laughs> if it's good, I'll try it. If it's bad, I still may try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> that, 
Yes. yes. Hi, Eddie. Oh. Hi. Can you hear me? All right. All right. Eddie's on. All right. Sorry. I was going through the same yeah. thing as Dan. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> Our pleasure to um to be your first Twitter Spaces chat. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having Great. me. I appreciate so we it. Have So, just to officially introduce our guest today is YouTuber Full Value Dan and our Xbox merchant in Taiwan, Eddie from Eddie Cantina. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Hello, Dan and thank Eddie. Thank you so much. Eddie, it's also polite to say have you both here? So why don't you introduce yourself to yeah. our community and maybe yeah, great. go with Dan? Uh, yeah, I'm Dan. I got a YouTube channel, Full Value Dan, and I just make content about uh, crypto. It, it was originally stuff about travel, credit cards, some some light finance stuff, but uh, a lot of people were interested in crypto, and I've been following the space since 2017, so I decided to just continue uh, making content for that. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. I, I live in Taiwan. I've met Eddie here, uh, Judy and Peko, and yeah, some of the uh, Pundi X team. Very cool people. Uh, I like what they're doing, and they helped allow me to uh, buy Mexican food in Taiwan with cryptocurrency. Nice. So Dan, you're uh, so you're kind of like stationed in Taiwan for for long, right? You're from. I remember you were from U.S. and then you moved to, to Taiwan, right? Yes, I'm originally from Los Angeles, and uh, I was working at Walt Disney Studios doing like some um, media stuff. So it was very boring. It was very easy, but uh, I wanted to just try traveling the world for a year. And at that point, I already traveled to like over 60 countries. So I wanted to try living in a few different countries, Taiwan, uh, Poland, Japan. And my first stop was Taiwan. And after two months of living in Taiwan, I was like, I can't, I can't find a better place. So uh, I'm still here. Like, food is good, quality of life, safety, um, healthcare. I just, I just love everything here. So uh, three and a half years later, I'm still here. Mm -hmm. And I saw a lot of your videos. You are doing a lot of great video that are also about Taiwan and cryptocurrency education. So. I believe many of our community members love your videos as well. So if you haven't su subscribed Dan's channel, you better do. So don't miss his uh, YouTube video and it's very educational and you should watch it. Uh, th thank you for the plug. It's an okay <laughs> channel, but uh, it is a lot of educational content. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And. For Eddie, here is our new Espos mer merchant in Taiwan and a Mexican food restaurant owner. And he too run a YouTube channel called Eddie Life. So Eddie, why don't you uh, introduce a little bit about yourself and your channel as well? Oh, we, we, we miss, <laughs> I, guess we, I guess we miss Eddie. I guess he got bored <laughs> or just bad connection. Pop up for by accident. 
Oh, okay. I, I can I can talk about Eddie a little bit. Uh, yeah, Eddie runs a Mexican restaurant in um, the north side of Taipei. Uh, he's been doing that for I think over a decade now, and he has this podcast um, about like people in Taiwan. So the funny thing is, I found his channel on YouTube. It recommended it to me. Just because I am the target audience for it, where it's um, you know it's in English, it's about uh, people's stories and how they came to Taiwan, what they're doing in Taiwan, and uh, just general um, life stories about those experiences. So for me, um, I, I like his content. It, it, uh, I'm the target demographic, but if you want to experience what uh, people are doing in Taiwan, their businesses, their entrepreneurs, how they're adapting. What they're doing to uh, grow their business, I, I recommend checking out Eddie's channel. It's a, it's a very easy listen. It's a very casual conversation, so I enjoy the the content. Right. So I, I saw you one uh, one time you were uh, with him together in a live uh, chat in his restaurant, right? So is that all his um, live video taking place in the restaurants? Yes, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting because uh, you can't really tell by watching the video, but it's a it's a very active restaurant in the background. So I was telling Eddie maybe he should turn the camera around and just you know kind of show it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening in the restaurant because it's like at 7 p.m. during prime dinner time. Hello, hello. I'm sorry. Can you hear me yeah. now? I'm back. Yes. I don't know what happened. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Wow, that's, I'm going to have to buy you a beer after that. Thanks so much. I accept. Um, he also has craft beer. Like, it's hard to get good craft beer in Taiwan. It's true. It's true. So uh, my name is Eddie Gonzalez. I am a Mexican-Canadian who's been living in Taiwan for about 20 years. I have a Mexican restaurant. It's been around since... We started it as a food stall in a night market about 15 years ago. And wow. yeah, it's, a, it's been a long road, lots of ups and downs. And yeah, we are now at a pretty, pretty good location and in a pretty good area. Uh, it's been about from then till now, it's been around 15 years. And a lot of things have changed. Uh, one of my favorite things about owning the restaurant is that I get to kind of decide everything. So we have like of course, Mexican food, right? That's the stuff we started with, and that's what my family makes. But we also have chicken wings and sliders and local craft beers and stuff like that. People ask me why I would put that in a Mexican restaurant, and the answer is because I want it, and I like it, and that's what I miss. So that's kind of one of the cool things about being your own boss. Um, when we, I got into crypto a little while ago, uh, I checked out uh, Dan's channel. And lo and behold, Dan is actually in Taiwan. And when I contacted him, he told me, actually, he's been to the restaurant. So it was a kind of a cool thing. He started to, uh, uh, I have a little uh, podcast as well. It's a small YouTube channel where I invite uh, different sort of entrepreneurs, uh, different people from sort of all walks of life to come to the restaurant. We eat some spicy wings. We have some good conversations, have a beer. And yeah, so me and Dan uh, got on a few times with that, and it's been great. And uh, yeah, we started with Pundi X um, a couple months ago. Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, we've sold some crypto. We've accepted crypto for payments uh, for burritos and tacos and stuff like that. It's been fantastic. Right. So 
Yes, I remember when when we first uh, received your inquiry about exposits in the end of February, and then in March we onboarded you as our merchant. So how did you, how do you think uh, to have Pundix uh, in the first place? Okay, so again, it comes it comes back to uh, my conversations with Dan. Dan's kind of like my secret crypto guru. So I was asking him, how can I accept uh, crypto payments? And we were talking about different ways, but being a brick and mortar business, uh, when people pay, uh, especially with something new like crypto, they're going to want some kind of receipt, some kind of like an email or a paper receipt. And the the, the little, I can't remember what it's called, but the Pundix machine uh, actually prints out a little receipt for the customer so that he can have something physically in their hand that says, yes, we pay, you paid with your Ethereum, you paid with your, your Bitcoin or whatever it was. And uh, that, that was a big thing for me because we do have, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and customers, yeah, we could have used our own personal wallets, but it's, it's not the right way to do it. We wanted to have it the right way where everything was legitimate and put the X, put the X was the right way. Yeah. Mm. So that's why every time I demo the the Xpost device, and when it comes to the printing the receive, and then people always so surprised, and then it's yeah. like, <laughs> so I For sure so, because with crypto usually there's no receipt, right? There's no anything, so it's kind of like yes, it's there, and then you're kind of like hmm. But if you have that paper receipt in your hand, especially as a customer, you think okay, well. If something happens, if there's a mistake, I've got this piece of paper, I can go back there and say, hey, you know, something's wrong. Here's the paper to prove it. But if you walk out with nothing, people feel like, ooh, it's kind of a, it's a little shady. <laughs> something, do I really do the transaction or what? So yeah, it just helps give them confidence. Like, okay, everything's complete. I'm, I'm more comfortable with this. It's more part of their um, usual routine with any typical business. Mm -hmm. That's good. So, um, so recently we we see a rise in demand for crypto payment terminals in in Taiwan. So, Dan, what do you think about it? What think, is it a kind of like regional thing or a global thing? I think um, a lot of people are interested, but it's just taking those steps. It's it's uh, it's just having someone to help you walk through that process that will really get you. Um, to the finish line. Because I remember I was interested in Bitcoin in 2013, but back then it was super hard to buy Bitcoin. You'd actually have to um, just trust strangers on the internet and wire them money. And uh, I, I didn't take that chance. Just That's because there weren't, yeah, it, it was incredibly difficult. Now there's so many different services where the bar to entry is a lot easier. There's a lot of content online that helps you through this. So it's just finding that content and helping a business like walk through that process to um, get them to start accepting crypto. So I think that also works on the uh, customer side too, just regular people that might want to get involved with crypto rather than the banking system. Because um, I, I think a lot of us firsthand that are non-Taiwanese uh, natives that uh, try to use the Taiwan banking system, it's awful. It's so it's, slow. Agree. Mm. So you have been, Eddie, you have been, well, uh, having a bank account in Taiwan, right? Yeah. So you have been, go through a lot of uh, different 
difficulties to, you know, deal with the bank. Um, would you like to share a little bit more about that? Sure, sure. Yeah, definitely. I've been here for a long time and I've had a couple of different bank accounts. And yeah, I mean, I, I've been here for a while, like I said, so I do speak the language. But as soon as the first thing is, if I go in and I don't look uh, the part, let's just say, <laughs> um, everybody will assume that I don't speak uh, any any Mandarin, and, and and I will I will say in Mandarin, no, you know, I'm okay, I can speak Mandarin, and uh, they will kind of you know rush into the back, and it's definitely getting better. I, I've been here for a long time, but it's getting better. They will kind of like try to grab somebody who speaks some kind of English and, you know, that person will reluctantly come and talk to me. <laughs> and you can see on their face, you know, they're looking at the ground like, oh, hello, sir. <laughs> I'm like, no, I speak Chinese, it's okay. And so and that was one thing, but, but not just that. I mean, uh, my wife is Taiwanese, so that, that maybe that's not just the banks, but having uh, a Taiwanese wife, anytime I go anywhere, whether it's the bank or go to <clears throat> renew my phone contract or something like that, you know, I'll, I'll start to do it on my own. But as soon as they find out that my wife is Taiwanese, they kind of just like push me to the side and they're like, okay, okay, you, you, you go stand over there. We're going to talk to your wife and, and your wife can sign everything. So it, it's, it's kind of a frustrating thing for sure. <laughs> so I think, like cryptocurrency kind of like put you in central like um you can actually use uh if you accept cryptocurrency and then uh if you you know offer this service uh in your restaurants and you you kind of like making friends uh you know for with people who have crypto and then also to make them feel at ease uh spending in taiwan right yes for sure i also think that uh, because we've developed a pretty good reputation over 15 years, um, I think we'll feel pretty safe. I, I have accepted crypto for payments for food, but I've also sold crypto. And people, they, they trust it, and they trust it be, because uh, they've dealt with us for a long time. But also, the good thing is they get the receipt from PundiX, and it's kind of like a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, yeah. uh, I believe education is in crypto plays an important role in spreading crypto adoption. So, uh, then you you have a channels to educate uh, the cryptocurrency. And what do you think about uh, the adoption so far? Um, what's what is it uh, like people in Taiwan um, I remember you have a crypto 101 event held in Pantina mm -hmm. with Xpos in May so yeah. does it go so I think a lot of people are interested in getting in crypto it's just uh, yeah they need someone to help them with that so we had an event with the um, Taiwan entrepreneurs group here in um, Taiwan, and we met up at Eddie's just because they can set up their wallet, they can buy cryptocurrency with their actual cash, and they can get started like very, very quickly. So I think adoption on the retail side is going to happen, but it's going to happen slowly because they still need people to help walk them through that. 
as far as um, institutional adoption, I think that's happening. A lot of people are accepting crypto. They're coming up with regulation um, and they want to embrace it just because, you know, there, there is a lot of uh, money to be made um, as far as all the different services that can be provided. So I think um, it is definitely a growing space and then project uh, Products like PundiX are going to help facilitate the global adoption of cryptocurrency. Thank you, Dan. I, I believe we all touch upon the topic of trust. Um, Eddie mentioned that he has been in the neighborhood for 15 years and people get comfortable, you know, uh, buying crypto from Eddie. And it's actually also the trust uh, in the neighborhood kind of like uh, fuse the adoption of the first-time users because uh, they don't know what to what to do with the crypto and how to use it. And then someone that's familiar with a familiar face and teach you how to do it, then uh, you have a very pretty good experience of learning what the crypto is, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Matt, may I jump in there really quick? Yeah, I, I agree 100% uh, with what you said and with what Dan said. And I think that uh, one of the problems with crypto is that there there are a lot of scams out there. So I think people know that they need or that they should at least look at it. They should take it seriously. But, you know, everybody knows somebody that has, you know, been ripped off. So people get a little bit scared. So that's why I think when there's the trust in the community. And, for example, just today I had a, helped a friend set up uh, his one of his wallets here in Taiwan. And he was really like, Wow, that was so easy. He went to, you know, he went and he got some 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 Ethereum and he, he's really excited. And that was because, you know, he contacted me and yeah, it's a guy I've known for a while and 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 he told me, you know, we know you're a big crypto guy, so so yeah, I'm asking you what should I do? And, and so I gave him some advice and within, you know, 6 or 8 8 hours or whatever, he had his Ethereum in his wallet, which was uh, surprisingly faster than I thought. But uh, yeah, it's great. I I think uh, if, if there's somebody trustworthy that can help you walk through it, uh, I think that's the best step as mm-hmm. we've all we've all seen kind of, you know, the other the, the dirty side, I guess, let's say. <laughs> yeah. And also people learn from you guys like uh, you have more experiment. I mean, well, you do you do have more experience in, in crypto before and then they trusted you and then you you have been through the mistakes, errors whatever that you may have, and then you give them the best advice um, when then when, when they abort to, to start their cryptocurrency uh, ownership. So uh, that's also good uh, for them as well. Yeah, my, my goal is always to, to make sure people have a, a good first experience because, you know, I didn't really have many people to, to walk me through it. So I was super nervous about, you know, transferring from one one wallet to another because you know you copy and paste and you miss one number and it's gone so people kept telling me that you know and i was like okay 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 so so nervous but uh yeah i mean i think everyone has to go through that but but uh we we all have to do it and and i think you know it's a good opportunity and i think most people know that they just don't really know where to to go and ask so to have a brick and mortar location where they can go and ask questions, I think I think it's a big a big plus. Mm-hmm. You feel good when you do face to face education. Sure, yeah. of course. Yeah. 
And it still helps that um, like the Pundi X coin selection is very limited because people are going to be lost if they have like unlimited choices like in DeFi or they might be buying the wrong Bitcoin. You know, there's so many coins that use the name Bitcoin that are yeah. scams. So um, it, it is very risky if you just try to jump in like, oh, yeah, I'll buy Bitcoin. But, oh, here's a really here's a cheaper Bitcoin. Let me just get this one. I remember I remember there was a pump uh, it was the last year in the last year or so. I think it was Ethereum Classic, and it was just the news that Ethereum was going to pump. And then a bunch of new people, they just went in, and they're like, oh, this one's exactly what you just said. Oh, this one's cheaper. Let's buy that one. And they all bought Ethereum Classic. <laughs> wow. Well, talking about the selection, uh, we continuously improve the functionality of XPOS, first with the on-chain payment, and then we... We will. We actually enable the Binance Smart Chain supporting BNB and so USDT, uh, the on-chain crypto sales as well. So now we are developing the decentralized SPOS modules, uh, which is now in beta testing, and we will offer many more choices uh, for the coin because uh, some of our merchants like, hey, we, why, why don't why don't you have some more coin for that? So we listened to the feedback, and uh, of course, uh, I think the next level of uh, adoption could be: do do we have more coin options? Uh, you know, in the XPOS modules, and can we buy other coins? Then the limited selection of that. So, yeah. So this is something that we will do in the future. Hopefully, we'll also bring benefit uh, for the merchant as well, and. Well, you, you guys will have more topics to talk about. Other coins, we'll make sure that uh, we have some good coin listed on, on the SPOS as well to be, you know, the spotlight uh, for yeah. the SPOS modules. All right. So I think we can open the floor to the audience and see whether anyone wants to ask some questions. I see some of uh, people want to ask question before. Now is your time. We, we can also continue talking about pizza. Yeah. I was thinking about pizza today, and I, 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 I didn't have the permission to speak on, on my Twitter space thing, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to get pizza tomorrow. I completely spaced on that, but yeah, definitely. There are some good ones, and Dan has tried all the, the not-so-good ones, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the weird promotions from Pizza Hut for some reason. Where are we going to go get pizza? Yeah, uh, to be honest, there's quite a few nice pizza places around here. But at the end of the day, uh, I'll just get like Pizza Hut Hawaiian, man. I'm, I'm a simple guy. Does All pineapple right. pizza people, yes or no? Oh, you missed out on that Binance uh, promotion. Uh, they, they were doing a promotion if you checked... Uh, a picture with a Hawaiian pizza, um, you can enter to win something. I, I forgot oh, what exactly it was. I totally spaced on it, yeah. But what do you guys think? Uh, pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? I'm not a pineapple guy, just in general. <laughs> okay. I, I like. I love it. I like the salty sort of a sweet, uh, the pork, the sort of a sweet pork sort of a feel. Yeah, I like it. But if possible, I would switch the ham to bacon. That's all. That's my little adjustment. Mm. Oh. Uh, Pecco, Judy, I, I got to recommend, if, if you go back to Eddie's, you got to get the Hakka pork. I didn't know you had Hakka pork. It's amazing on the taco. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We'll come back and we'll pay with crypto. 
Yeah. Well. Okay. Dan, yeah, yeah, it's it. It's a, a mother. My mother-in-law is uh, my wife's haka. So my mother-in-law used to make this uh, amazing pork for us every time she came. And I told her, you know what? This is gr good on white rice, but on a, on a like a fresh pressed corn tortilla with a couple of different toppings would be fantastic. So I convinced her to make it for me and it's on the menu. And when people try it, they're kind of blown away. They love it. But it's uh, people, you know, but it's a tough, it's a tough thing to, to get people to try it, you know, because it's kind of one of our only fusion dishes. And they're like, well, I want tacos. I don't want I don't want this fusion dish. But when they try it, even by accident, <laughs> they love it. Yeah, I tried it by accident because I don't try many new things at Eddie's because, you know, I know what I want and I don't have enough space to try something new. Right. I think uh, we have one guest uh, to be a speaker to ask question. Welcome. Awesome. Coin King. Hey, on the uh, hey guys, on the, the topic of the pizza thing, so, um, I'm wondering, does anyone know exactly... Um, the, the place that actually uh, accepted the, uh, what, what, 100 Bitcoin or 10,000 Bitcoin? Did, did, does anyone know, like, what the outcome of that was? Like, uh, did, well, are they millionaire now, or what, what did they do with it? I heard it was the Papa John's, man. I, I, I was just thinking that today people were saying, you know, uh, the day is about, you know, somebody spending 10,000 on a pizza. And I was thinking, well, what about where? Where are those ten thousand? I think does Papa John still have them? I'm sure he he's going to be a happy man if he does, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just the driver that accepted it because you know the the corporation would it accept it. If it's just some guys like, all right, it's twenty dollars worth of pizza. I'll take this uh, digital money. I'll try it out. But uh, I, 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 I haven't heard any follow up stories. But that's probably intentional because I would I, I would want to be anonymous too. Yeah, That's true. yeah, he's he's out hiding somewhere probably. <laughs> he's happy. He's happy. Or, or she, maybe he's CZ now. He used to, CZ used to deliver pizza, and now uh, now he's not. Maybe it was CZ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting to do a story on 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 this guy who accept uh, that ten thousand BTC. Yeah, oh, man. I'll tell if anybody wants tacos, ten thousand BTC for life. You got it. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be BTC, but it's not going to be Bitcoin. <laughs> this is so cool. So I I really look forward to to the story. If uh, if anyone would like to you know to do that to interview this guy and what happened to that ten thousand BTC, and would be interested to know. Perhaps he's suspended or. Perhaps he lost a private key. We don't know, right? Possible. Probably, probably possible. higher chance of the private key being lost. He's like, I have a super long password that I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then he told his friends, and his friends were like, "What the hell, dude? <laughs> Get rid of that thing." It might. It, it might be Duquan. Oh yeah. Ooh, I, I wasn't going to mention, but how, how's that? Are we accepting Luna's? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be too optimistic yet. <laughs> I had to go there. Sorry. No, nah, it's all good. I was hoping someone would. I didn't want to do it first. Yeah, maybe I'll come visit uh, Taiwan one day and drop by our restaurant. You know, that uh, sounds yep. pretty. You've been there like three years. That's pretty. Uh, how, how many years again now? Uh, Dan has been three, three and a half. I've been here for 20. 
Wow. That man, wow. it's a long time, a long time. I might have to uh, bounce out of America. Anytime, <laughs> man, you're welcome. Home and see me, man. You're more than welcome. Okay, cool. And uh, if you use crypto, you can get the Taiwan dollar, like actual cash there. It's it's going to be a lot better than the uh, um, ex uh, formal exchange rates. or uh, It will be on par with the ATM. Nice. Thanks. For right. sure. So we we so we today we also have Zach. Uh, he is our CEO here. Um, maybe Zach, do you want to speak? What's up, Zach? Favorite pizza? <laughs> what is your favorite pizza? Pineapple, yes or no? <laughs> what about what about you, Pico? Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. All right. Yeah, I, I love try different flavor. Um, but uh, I had pizza yesterday with uh, mushroom. mushroom. I love that. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. I it's actually funny. like the, uh, the, the seafood pizzas here. That's not something we get in the U.S. It's okay. funny because you were mentioning uh, all the sort of the crazy flavors and stuff here. So mm -hmm. somebody that lives here and sees like the bubble tea and all the craziness mm -hmm. To hear, I mean, when then then you ask them pineapple on pizza, pineapple is so mellow compared to you know bubble tea and, yeah. and all the craziness. <laughs> yeah, I tried the bubble tea one. It, it, it was pretty bad. I mean, bubble tea is can, it can be good, but they're of course because it's so popular, you can yeah. have good ones and, and not so good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think bubble tea bubble tea just stay in the liquid, not on food the first time i had i had bubble tea i had never heard of it because this was i guess like 20 years ago and you know somebody bought it bought it for me and and, and you know i just took a big drink like a big swig through the straw and I almost choked because i was like oh my God, what's in the drink you know and they're just like they're pearls they're bubbles and i'm like well what, what's going on you know and because i was it was hot i was outside and i just like took a big drink and I almost choked. That was so funny. It's like crypto. You need someone to walk you through your first bubble tea. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a brick and mortar place. We can do bubble horchata if you guys need. <laughs> that horchata is good. Actually, yeah. yeah, no one does bubble horchata. They don't, man. People have asked me a few times, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe we'll try that. Or when horchata it's warm, when it's warmer. <laughs> yeah. If why you not? do have that on your menu, I'll definitely try it. Maybe we, maybe we're gonna have to make uh, make an NFT uh, bubble or chata. Yeah, pricing for bubble or chata. Yeah. Interesting. So Zach, what is your favorite pizza? Oh, I was on desktop just now, so I couldn't speak. No My favorite pizza. I actually did have pizza this Bitcoin Pizza Day. Nice. But I guess pineapple would be interesting. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So okay. Different from Dan. I think Dan said that he's not a pineapple guy, right? I think I think yes. pineapple yeah. would be nice. Yeah. I love yeah, pineapple. I eat pineapple, so that's that's a thing. I, I don't put um yeah. I don't put fruit on pizza on just I just don't eat fruit in general. <laughs> I think pineapple's great because you know, uh when you when you have sort of like a sweet pork, you know, if you have like a uh like for me, my favorite tacos are uh when I go to Mexico, tacos al pastor, you know, yeah. and they have they have the pork sort of on, roasting on the spit. And on top of that, they have a pineapple where the juice kind of roasts into the meat. So for me, I mean, pineapple and pork, 
you know, and then so so when you have a pizza, you know, you get the ham and the pineapple. That's my favorite, man. It's I love it. I love it. But, you know, I grew up eating that. So I believe it's not even Hawaiian. I, I think it's, it's a Canadian place invented it, apparently. But I don't know. That might be that might be another reason why everything has a pineapple pizza in, in uh, Canada. Guys, I really get hungry when, when you guys talk about I just get about yeah. hungry when you guys talk about food. I was just looking at pizza places in my area. <laughs> pizza oh, tomorrow for dinner. Ah, well. uh, hell yeah. Sounds fantastic. I love it. Well, I'll throw some pineapple in the, uh, the Hakka Pork Tacos for you next time, man. You let me know what you think. I'll try it if it's in the Hakka Pork. <laughs> the Hakka Pork's good stuff, man. I had some right after you did. The, the, the next day, that was nice. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know I'm talking it up a lot, but uh, that, that was like my first time trying that, and I was, I was surprised of what it was. I, I didn't know what Hakka Pork was until after I tried it. It's just the Kuja uh, Kong Roll. So it's just something that my mother-in-law makes. And I convinced her to, 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 to just show me how. And yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty cool thing. And it's funny because it's the exact same cut of pork uh, that we use for our carnitas, but uh, just a completely different way of cooking it. And a different, of course, uh, marinade and everything. And just a completely different taste. So it's pretty cool. Food is a cool thing. Yeah, it has like a sweet uh, taste to it, and then it balances out with the like a little salty um, uh, corn tortilla. Fantastic. Exactly. Uh, All right, I'll definitely try next time sure. when I go. Uh, please, uh, hi. Do you have plans to expand in the Arab countries? Is there an introduction to visit Saudi Arabia? Also, oh, wow, that sounds good. Okay. You mean food or the crypto uh, adoption, the X pos <laughs> Probably the X pos <laughs> And I can come and I can come and make Mexican restaurants if you need, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm, if, if you I'm, need I'm, a Mexican restaurant. I'm speak Arabic, but I use it uh, Google uh, Google for uh, English. Okay. <laughs> I hope to get small gifts. I have been a good flowers of your of your of you for years. Please, bye. Hi. Right. Yes, we do have plan uh, expand over, and uh, we do have a distributor in in UAE. So, if you are interested in you know, acquiring a expos, uh, we can introduce our distributor to you so that you can acquire expos from him. So, yeah, just DM us, uh, DM our uh, Twitter account, and then we can continue the conversation over there. Awesome, dude. You're going to love it. And mm -hmm. uh, if, you, if you, like, uh, get all the paperwork, it can be done in less than a month. Right. Yeah, it was quick. It was very quick. Mm hmm All right. So I guess there are some questions like um, perhaps uh, any plans that you would like to do to grow your business with Xpos? Is that for me or Dan? For any of you, both, uh, either for you or Dan. Why did you do that wrong? Uh, 
I, I don't have a brick and mortar business. I'm just so I definitely, I definitely uh, do have some plans. Um, we want to do some kind of, uh, we would like to become a distributor out here as well, uh, but not just for helping uh, restaurants and, and small businesses accept crypto, but we want to teach people how they can benefit from selling crypto. So I have some, some plans that I want to uh, chat with the Plenty team about, but uh, just, yeah, there's a few things I'm juggling right now. Uh, but hopefully in the summer we can sit down and talk about it, but definitely have some plans for, for the for the Pundi X and the X-POS machines and stuff for sure. Yeah, maybe we can host some workshops for like local businesses or something just so they can experience it, see mm -hmm. if that's something they're comfortable with, and then uh, onboard them. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Yes, because I have a lot of uh, restaurant and small business contacts, and I think that accepting crypto as a payment is one thing, but actually being a place where they can sell it, I think it's a great idea because I, we're seeing a lot of these Bitcoin uh, machines popping up and it, apparently i mean if they're popping up people are they must be using them right but for places that already have a brick and mortar location um all, all they need is to just the, the xpos right and if yeah we can we can figure something out yes definitely yeah and benefit everybody in in turkey we have a business model that uh to turn the foreign exchange into a crypto exchange so People go to the physical exchange, like crypto exchange, to do to buy and sell crypto over there. So perhaps that's another business model. Uh, I've actually seen some of the the videos on on, on the Turkish, uh, the Pundi stores, and they're fantastic. But I also think that yeah, a place that already has a business like a coffee shop or whatever, all, all they need to an expos and, and they've got another stream of income. So I think it'd be good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like the gateway to the virtual world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You still need one of those Bitcoin signs outside your shop. I do. I know. I totally do. Yes. Great. So we're more than happy to see the expos being a useful tool to bring mass crypto adoption in Taiwan and more over the overall crypto market. So I think, thank you, Dan and Andy for joining us today. And I believe uh, we have a very good chat about crypto, about food. And it's a, it was a very pleasant chat with you both and the audience who participate. So any last words before we wrap up this session? Uh, come visit, but come visit Taiwan when you can. Uh, thanks for thanks for having me. This is great. Thank you. Yeah. And, 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 Sorry. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for for making crypto payments so much easier for me. And if you guys are interested in checking out uh, any kind of interviews and stuff uh, that I did with Dan, just check out uh, live. That's uh, Eddie E D D Y dot L I V E. We got some really cool podcasts some crypto-centered podcasts. We're going to definitely have uh, the Pundi team on as well pretty soon, and it'll be fun. Yeah, and also you can learn about Taiwan. Yes. YouTube channels as well. 
Look forward to seeing you one day in Taiwan. Fantastic. All right. Okay. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Just take care. Bye bye. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye bye. Thanks.